You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Good evening and welcome to the Scottish Football Forums podcast. I'm John, I'm hosting tonight. I'm joined by two people tonight, which is good. We have Director of Podcasts, Craig. How you doing? Hello, it's good to be back and good to have such a prestigious title. Oh yes, always. And we also are joined by, you might remember from last year, was on I think once, is that right Hamish? No, I was on twice. Aye. Twice? I maybe yep. wasn't on the other thing maybe, or were we? Ah, it was Craig and Chris I think. Yeah. Well, Aye, do people okay. know him as Hamish or the photographer? Yes, we call him Hamish. Or Hamish. Big Sausage. Or we also call him the Gala. <laughs> you can call um. me Big Sausage if you want. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> right, that's us, we've started, so okay. That's how it started, this is how it's going to go on night probably. So, yeah, I th- we're only maybe referred to photographer was at first, but also as well, maybe with a charity bit, it sounded quite good saying the photographer. Sounds like he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> I think that's why he chose. Uh, that's why he uh, Moving nicely into the script, uh, we'll start with the charity bit. We opted for Simon Murray at Dundee United. He would have been in good pre season form. Uh, however, he didn't score first, so that went, went down this morning. And we went for a treble for the other charity bit. Two out of three won. But 2 out of 3 doesn't win you money, unfortunately. So we had Livy, they won 5-1. We had Clyde, who won 2-1. And it has to be said, this was my pick, because Hamish had come up with Livy and Clyde, though his other pick was Rangers. So yeah. I don't feel so bad. Oh, that was yep. just silly. Uh, aye, aye. He d- didn't bat Rangers. Uh, so East Fife, they let us down 2-0. So 2 out of 3 is no bad, though. I think we can improve with that this week. Well, hopefully, uh, the problem is that there's a, it's so difficult to predict because it's so early in the season. Despite having yeah. the the, the warm up tournament, which is uh, the Betfred Cup, I think players are, are looking quite rusty. Or from what I seen at the weekend, they were looking pretty rusty. So yeah, I think uh, there'll be a few shocks over the next week or two. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure. Hamish, what's that Betfred Cup group stages? You heard it? Uh, is it not happening this week? Ah, uh, was that Diddy teams the group stages for the Betfred Cup? I don't know. Right, yeah, they're just, they're like, just knockout stages, isn't it? Yeah, it's just knockout, yeah. The good right. teams. Right, come teams. on, come on. Look, I've had to put up with <laughs> multiple seasons of participating <laughs> in the Challenge Cup, right? <laughs> so let me have my wee moment now we're back in the top tier. All right. I, oh, no, I've said back. Oh, no, there's going to be people complaining. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. We'll edit that. That's, I will edit that cut out. That yeah. Cut that out. Yeah. Yeah. We won't talk about the League Cup. I think we'll save it for next week. Now it's in the... <laughs> Do you know what, it's too early. It's too early in the season. I honestly couldn't get into it. I think I had the Euros I, and then I, I really wanted a break from football. So i seen this weekend just passed as a return of football. Yeah, I think more people seen it as that way. Uh, we may as well go into that. We'll maybe try and touch on Europe if we can, if we've got time. But Can we not talk about uh, the, the goal, though? Ignoring everything goal? else about the European oh. games, but I want to talk about it. What goal? The pass-back. The pass-back. Right, so right, let's just talk about Europe then. No, we'll just, just talk about, about that briefly. I want to laugh at it. No, we can just talk about it briefly. No, you can laugh about it. But did you see it properly? No, I seen it. I was watching it. I was watching it live. Uh, uh, it was a, a pretty good game near the end anyway. Uh, you know, I don't think the keeper was getting it even if they've bobbled or not. I think it was oh, a celeste no, swipe. A fresh air. It, it, uh, it was daft. As, as a lot of folk have commented, you don't pass it back in front of goal. You don't, but I just think... Just in case. I think he lined up wrong because see the way it bobbled. I think if he had lined up correctly, he would have swiped and it would have went away out for a, a throw in, something like that. But for to completely miss it so badly, I think he's partly to blame. 
No, I don't know. Hamish, what do you think? Well, at the end of the day, you were going to lose anyway, or you were going out anyway, weren't you? Well, it didn't really matter. We still needed to, yeah. still needed to score once anyway. Yep. Yep. So it didn't really matter in the grand scheme. Um, but, I, I don't know, he looks good so far, I think. I think he's looked pretty solid compared to the likes of Brown, um, who was quite reluctant to come off his line so far. When I've seen him in any games, he's seems a pretty secure keeper, aside from that, but I don't think that was his fault. Uh, so I think I, I'll go benefit it out. Um, briefly, probably talking about it, over the two ties, I thought we were the better team. However, Maribor were maybe a bit more streetwise and we never took our chances. I think that's what it probably comes down to. Yeah, I, I think you definitely, you definitely had more chances, uh, but you, you've got to get the ball in the net, don't you? Definitely. Uh, so, and there'll be, they can talk about the referee as well. Yes, I would agree. Wasn't a great, great performance. It would have been nice if, I think, he should have played advantage. Goal should have stood there. I'd have been happy enough for the yellow card because obviously the new rules, that's that's what you take. It's a penalty and a, and a yellow, but he could have just played advantage and then it would have been 1-0 or Different game. Do you know? But, I don't know. But, but if, sorry, I think. But if, if you, you watched it, on no, him, the, sorry. the player did. The player did land on the ball with his hands. So I think the ref had to. You know, if the, if he's blown his whistle, then he can't then let play go on. Yeah, I think he blew pretty early as well. I think he blew he before the shot. I, I don't see an issue with that aspect of it. But it's just a wee bit of a strain because that's the same as the last two years, third qualifying round. So, uh, but it leaves us to concentrate on other things. We'll see what happens. Uh, Celtic briefly are through. They're playing a team from Israel I've never even heard of. I don't know if anyone, any of you guys have. I think that they're not the champions of. Uh, well, yeah, I would think they must be. They're not Israel but, as well. Aye, aye, Israel, yeah. But like usually, if you had the likes of the Tel Aviv teams and is it Beitar or something like that. But I've never heard of that teams either. See what happens. Look, it doesn't matter nowadays. You know, rewind back maybe ten years ago. We could look on and say, well, we've never heard of that team. It's a diddy team. The the Scottish team's going to Aye. progress. Don't worry about it. It's a formality. But nowadays, yep. we're the diddy. And these clubs, although we've yes. never heard of them, they're looking on and saying, oh, I Celtic. I heard of them. They're not good. They'll be going into this confidence. Yep. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think, I think the thing is, with a lot of these teams now, they, uh, you know, these teams have actually got money, whether it's, you know, dodgy money from... Uh, Eastern Europe or something, but they're you know they're they're all teams with players <laughs> with a lot more money than uh, a lot more money than you know the likes of Aberdeen yes. and Hearts. Absolutely flown it. Be interesting anyway. Obviously next week, no last week, but next week the first leg at Celtic Park. So aye, who knows? Bit of an unknown, but probably move on to the Premiership. We could have talked about Europe more, but we'll just. Well, we're already an off. hour late and starting, so, John. So I think that's why we're trying to kind of get this get this going with technical issues. Oh, yeah, we did. And I thank hopefully this will work. So, Premiership, right, we might as well start first game of the season. Oh, Craig. well, well, since I've come on, everybody who's heard me before <laughs> knows that I don't like to come on and talk about football because that, that, that bores people when I talk about football. So, instead, I'll talk about the pies. I had a steak and black pudding pie. Yes. The pies I went up about 10 pence each oh. at Ibrox. Uh, inf- right. inflation. Much I think you're two fifty for a Scotch pie, or three pound forty for a steak and black pudding pie. But I tell you, the steak and black pudding pie was brilliant. Okay. Really enjoyed it. Oh, well, let me tell you something. Right, you're talking about aye. steak and black pudding pies. You you live no far from where I got a pie, two pies oh, from last yeah. week. Ben, it's All a right. plane. Yep. No, I haven't. You ever but been? Yeah, it's, um, well, I live in Stirling, so it's oh, not that far. Taste sensation. Mm-hmm. I had a steak and black pudding. Brilliant. And I had a steak and pepper sauce pie. Sounds good. Two of them were three pound forty. 
you need to get Did yourself you have there. Two You're dead greedy, Jeff. Yes, oh, it was summer dinner. <laughs> I'm only kidding, man. Two pie, man, eh? Did one you have any bird's eye potato waffle, the pies? Just oh, two pies. Bird's eye potato waffles, beans, no? What, the football, you don't get it. If you're into the football, you're not going to get a bird's eye potato waffle. You can get beans at Ibrox now, it's like a added extra. Are they blue? No. No, you're allowed red beans, it's all right. Red sauce is allowed. You still got a blue nose burger? Yeah, I don't know. No, it's not. It's not officially called that. No. Don't know. No, there's there's nothing like that. No. There's, there's no sectarian burgers at Ibrox. It's all we've moved on. I never said that. I never said it that. was. I never said it was. That's you. Um, Aye, okay. Well, I'll talk about a wee bit about the. I, it looked like there was a lot of players there that really weren't match fit. Crankyard's one that, that jumps out and was really really slow in the turn. Uh, Barton just looked slow, as in no pace at all. But if you're sitting in the in front of the defence, doesn't really matter. I thought he was really impressive. I don't know if you've seen in the highlights, he had a really good shot in the second half. I've seen him getting nutmeg. I uh, He had a good, really good shot, but then in the first half, what they didn't show was he had a shot that pretty much ended up in the, the top tier of the broom loan. So he's he's he's, he's easily excited. I got he got done by Ali Crawford. Ali Crawford's a nippy wee sweetie. Uh, the whole game. I'm surprised he's still at Hamilton. Oh, he's he's one of those players that just annoyed he's me. But I think you're right though that certainly most of the Rangers players, especially midfield, just yep. didn't look quite yeah, much fit. Right. And yeah, yeah, I, I don't know, don't know what's going on there because they have had a few competitive games with the the Betfred Cup as those. But yeah, they they should be up to speed now. They, they're they rotated. Say again, sorry, John. There was a decent, there was a decent bit of rotation as well. So it's not even if we could excuse maybe tired yeah. or something like that or, or that. There was a fair bit of rotation from yeah, Warburton. Yeah, I think defensively we're weak. I think up front we're a bit dodgy with Waghorn eh, falling over, eh, hurt his hamstring. Although Warburton's not too sure how bad it is. He says it might just be a nerve. Eh, it might be okay, but but the way he went down looked pretty bad. Eh, there was a an incident I wanted to mention, but it's a wee bit embarrassing on my behalf. But there was a, a guy went down. A Hamilton player went down, uh, Dickall went down uh, right in front of us and he went down holding his knee. This was while game was playing on and he was wanting to get the play stopped. Rangers were attacking, so he was holding his knee as if he was in serious pain. So the play gets stopped, then he starts holding his shin, then he starts holding his ankle. And at this point I'm starting to shout abuse at him because he's right in front of me. He's, he's obviously at it, he's just trying to delay play. The, the physio comes on. Again, looking at his ankle, I'm like, no, he wasn't holding his ankle, he's holding his knee. Then we see him get up, he goes to the side of the pitch, he does the old stamp. He stamps his leg a few times and then he, he runs on with a couple of hobbles and then he's off sprinting. Again, shouting a, a wee bit of abuse at him, thinking he's at it. He was only subbed a few minutes later, eh? So I'm feeling really bad. The guy was properly injured and I was giving him abuse. I, I, I'd like to apologise to him because I, I feel bad. He just should, if he's hurt his ankle, he should hold his ankle, not his knee. Then I'll not be confused in future. <laughs> yeah, but that, that is the guy. He did, he did end up. Oh, he got injured, subbed, and that's the point when I was like, oh, no, there I'm. It's going to be a shooting thing, but you're just. lying in agony, and I'm shouting up, you're cheating. No, no, that cheating was it. No, I don't swear. Oh, ah, just that, just get up, you're cheating. And I think when uh, that happened as well, uh, Hamilton didn't even no, get a free kick for no, it either. The play uh, went on, the, the referee just decided to call it back because it looked serious. Yeah. Aye, well, well, you're giving him dogs. Ah, it wasn't very sympathetic, yes. No. But anyway. Shocking. Hopefully you'll improve as the season goes on. As in you, as a fan, not, not Rangers. I'll be quite I happy if it keeps on being draws. people go down trying to get the game stopped. I still don't like it. If you're injured, be injured. You don't need the referee to stop the game. 
unless it's serious, unless it's a broken leg or your <laughs> your arms fell off. Other than that, no, don't stop the game. Talk, talking about injuries, it wasn't in football, but have you seen the gymnast Aye, I'd injury? Rather, I'd rather I hadn't seen. Aye. That's Aye, a bad Hamish, one, if you've not seen it, don't bother looking for it. I've not, don't, no, don't. I've never seen that, no. What is that? No, is that bro- it's like that a broken limb or something. Yeah, broken leg. Oh, that's a bad one. Aye, nice. thanks, thanks for that, John. Hey, don't, don't watch what you're, don't watch it. I don't watch what you're eating your pies. <laughs> uh, well, the football itself, though, I only kind of caught the highlights, but uh, Forrester certainly oh, looked good when he came on. He came on. Yeah, yep. Uh, uh, I like what I seen last year. I seen him, but he looks a far better option than I would think playing Miller. Probably Mackay and Forrester were maybe work on if he's fit. Or I know Warburton said he wants you know, to have a striker. I really that, like he? Miller. I think he does a lot of the simple things very, very well. He's very good at linking play. Uh, I think he's one of the unsung heroes at Rangers over the last season. Uh, he's, he's not got the skills, he's not as sexy as Forrester uh, or Mackay. But yeah, I think he's I think he's really Arden? good. And uh, yeah, I've got Arden? a wee bit of a soft spot for him. Did you say not yeah, as sexy? Yeah, not as sexy. He's not going to take somebody on by any stretch. So there's times this one of his yeah, strengths is the fact that he'll he'll dig in and he'll end up at left back at times covering. He's got some engine on him. He does he does so many things that that just aren't sexy. Yeah, everybody needs that in in a team. So, everybody needs somebody working as hard as he does. Aye. So basically, you had a soft spot for Miller. And now you've got a hard spot for Forrester. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, not at all, John. Not at all. No, Miller's definitely my favourite. Yeah, favorite. but I Forrester was really good. He was much better than Crankyar, yeah. who, who just you could tell he's got the the intelligence to, but he just he just seemed off the pace a bit. Uh, Barton, he should be bigger, getting caught on the ball did, a lot and getting did, tackled yeah. a lot as yeah, well. It's as if uh, in his head he thought he could do certain things and his feet weren't doing them. I think that'll come though. He's he's just a bit rusty. Just time, time, and time in the ball, isn't it? Maybe that's you know don't, don't get as much time in the ball in Scotland. As other places, uh, have you have you heard anything then in terms of who Warburton's going to try and sign? Because obviously he's mentioned a what a centre back. Sure, I heard probably. Senderos mentioned in the Any stand. Any talking stand? Yeah, I'm not sure how old Senderos is nowadays. Right, but that, that, that could be the, the kind of player that we need. Definitely need a centre half and a, a forward, uh, somebody who can play in the front three. Don't think Warburton would accept anyone that was a striker. I think they have to fit in with his mould, but just because uh, he likes to keep switching things, which I, I think is good, keeps defenders on their toes if they don't know who they're up against, who they're, who they're meant to be marking. I, I take it you've seen the Van Persie yeah, that was going about last week. I, I, I think it's good. Up. I think Warburton so just shot that down straight away saying, look, he's on 100 grand a week plus, so there's no way he's coming. <laughs> I, yeah, I think the, the days of silly transfers like that are over, and I think that's good. Got to be sensible. Got to be buying players that, that fit into ethos at, uh, at Rangers, and I know that, that Barton and Crankyard maybe go a wee bit against that, but there's a lot of youth around them that will hopefully benefit from their experience. I suppose it's about gate the seats will probably be able to afford at least maybe the likes of oh, those yes. two, maybe Clint Hill as well, or all their youth, or a decent oh, yeah, bit the, of money. The, the season tickets went up, mine went up 20%, so there's a lot of money coming through the door. I think there's over 40,000 season tickets. They've put the pies up 10 pence, so there's a lot of money swelling around that, that uh, apart from the kit sales, they're not really high. Shirts. Aye, you don't no, much shirt sales. It's unusual when you hear a club that's uh, actively discouraging people from buying the kit. Did anyone actually have the Not that I've seen. What's, what's really strange football? is uh, I think I think that it would be frowned upon if you if you wore the kits because of the the financial situation because you're you're lining Ashley's pocket rather than uh, Rangers. I see a lot yeah. more of the unofficial uh, Rangers tops 
Uh, I can't remember the, the name of them, but yep. uh, I've seen a lot more of those. Well, so you reckon fans will shout I don't, at people that will? Not to that extent, but yeah, I think questions would be asked. Uh, it's certainly not the type of thing that you would uh, you would wear and be proud in the stands, just as the way the situation is. I think there's a lot of people dis- uh, unhappy with Puma for doing a deal with Sports Direct to sell them. I, I don't I don't personally mind because Puma's, they're stuck. You know what I mean? They're not going to be selling many of these kits and, and they want to, so Rangers aren't going to sell them. So I don't see an issue with them doing a wee deal behind Rangers' back. It's it's money after all. It's business. Talking about kits as well, I noticed that on uh, Sunday at Tynecastle there was a lot of fans wearing our you know, dodgy away strip. Quite, quite popular. Seems to be a bit of a Marmite strip, that. Yep, yep, yep. But there was noticeably yeah, people Yeah, I know wearing. a guy who got one. He got the a top for him and his kit. Uh, it reminds me a wee bit of the Bumblebee kit that Celtic had all those years ago that was one of their yeah. best sellers, uh, be- simply because it was so Marmite. It was one of those that it would just... <laughs> I didn't like it. It was a Celtic kit. I don't like any Celtic kits. But then uh, it just... For some reason, it captured some people's imagination, and it's the same with that Teletubby one that you've got. If I talk about kits as well, I can talk about Aberdeen's away kit. It's what fourth best that's been voted. Yeah, it does look four, pretty two. good apart from the Aberdeen badge and the, the, the red. Side. But yeah, other than that, it's all right. <laughs> oh, it's brilliant. After I, I think both are talks are really nice this year, but I, I prefer the away strip. The away strip. I'm more of an away strip person though. Adidas. Uh, so yeah. kind of Adidas always yeah, come out of quality when they when they keep it simple like that. Aye. Then, then so, the day, you don't really want to be known for your strip, though, really, do you? No, but well, not not to be fourth best, no. but fourth best in what the world's pretty decent. If I were to be fourth best team in the world, I'd be pretty pleased. So uh, maybe that oh, that cover about the Rangers, Craig. Uh, want to, apart uh, from the fact, I think it was a, a penalty. I'm going to go against the the commentator and say it was a penalty when the ball hit. Is it Saris's arm? Uh, the the commentator was quite adamant that the the guy's arm was down by his side. I think he turned he turned his side on to the ball and he lifted his arm up to protect himself, which tells me that it's a deliberate movement for, with his arm to protect himself from the ball. I I think it's a handball. I don't think many referees would give it at all. But yeah, I've not got any sympathy for somebody who uses their arm Irish. to protect their body if they're a professional footballer. That that point moves us nicely into we'll, we'll actually start with your, the lighter game you're saying. As opposed to the first game, because talking about penalties leads us nicely into the mm-hmm. Hearts and Celtic game. We probably need to comment on Scott Brown and his comments about Jason Walker. Uh, don't know whether Hamish will have a different opinion to maybe the majority of what I've seen anyway. I've looked at it myself. I would say certainly Walker has made the most of it. I think was it Stephen Thompson called it yeah. a, a Tom Daly special? Yeah. I mean, it's one of those ones. I, I was at the game, and when you were at the game, it just looked like a stonewall penalty, but that's you know, from the angle of the stand. Yeah. But obviously, when I've seen the highlights, yeah, he's gone down and uh, it didn't look like there was any contact at all. Was. Yeah. I, th- I think, to be fair to, to be fair to Thompson and Stuart, they didn't say, and I think even myself, when I was watching it, you had to watch a few replays to, like, go, yeah, it wasn't, yep. it shouldn't have been a penalty. Uh, and it did take a few. They, they, they even commented that on themselves. But they did mention it as they did with a few other games, the assistant, and we've said it many times in the podcast, they need to play more of a part. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. A lot of them appear weak. Even when it comes to the throw-ins, they stand and, and despite the ball being right at their feet, they stand and watch the referee and wonder what way he's going to point and then follow suit. That just tells me that they're being guided 
and it, it shouldn't be that way. I, I don't mind if the, the two of them disagree. The referee can overrule, but the linesman has to give an opinion, not just copy. See, for the penalty, yep. see, for the penalty, well, I wanted to mention the, the lead-up to it, yep. how it's a bit, it's a bit amateurish, the way I think it was O'Connell for Celtic, hoofed the ball, mis-kicked miss it into the air. Brown then somehow manages to kick it the wrong direction, and I'm not sure what Hearts player he put it to, who had then passed it on to lead to the penalty, but it was just, it was the kind of, kind of football that I've seen in third division, I suppose it's the first game of the, the season, but it was just, it was weird, it was like kind of, it was just pinging about everywhere, nobody really sure what to do, strange. It was really windy. Is that what uh, it was, right? Okay. Yesterday at Tynecastle. Yeah, it could have been. Uh, yeah. So it might have been that. Because it was noticeable every now and again, the ball wasn't sort of yeah, travelling yeah. as far as you thought it would go. Yeah, I think that was an issue certainly as well with Devon Park as well yesterday. We'll come on to that later on, but uh, obviously you were at the game yesterday, Hamish. Yeah. What were your thoughts overall? Overall, I was quite impressed with Hearts. I thought uh, we, were, we were really quite good. And I think we were just a bit unlucky getting caught with pace, really, uh, with uh, Griffiths running down the wing. And yeah. we looked a bit sluggish trying to, try to get to him. Uh, and obviously Sinclair was in the middle to finish it off. So overall, I was quite happy with Hearts. And I thought we looked quite strong. What, what did the obvious think uh, it looked as if on sports scene, they were trying to suggest that he'd played 4-4-2, but what was it they played? I think it was a proper 4-4-2. Oh, proper 4-4-2, aye? Yep. Uh, impressed by what? Apart yeah, from obviously think... he missed it, but he looked lively from what I've seen. Uh, he, he, he did miss an absolute sitter where it was easier to score, uh, but I don't think he is quite match fit, because he did come off at 70 minutes gone or something. Um but yeah, he certainly looks like he's going to be good. Yeah. Make a break for him, I think, because he's he's not really had the right attitude, or, or reports suggest he's not had the right attitude. He seems to have been in a bit of a downward spiral after leaving Celtic. But but yeah, he's, he, he, he clearly he has talent. A similar he kind of he looks like the kind of player that you know that he'll he'll go for a wee nutmeg and he can just drift past people. Uh, and he's got a bit of pace, so I, yeah, I can see him banging in quite a lot of goals, and see him definitely starting most games. What about the our new signings, the Hearts? How do you think they got on? Say that again, sorry. Sorry, the, how do you think our new signings got on? The Hearts. Yeah, I think, I think the guy that we've got at left back, uh, can't remember his name now. Uh, yeah, he 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 struggled a bit in the first half. Uh, I think Forrest got past him on the wing quite a few times actually. Um, Connor Salmon though I thought he looked really good he looks strong powerful he's a lot quicker than I thought he was um, so I was quite impressed by him Yeah. so possible making a good partnership between Salmon and what do you think? yeah I think those two strangely there was no Juanma wasn't even on the bench I don't know what's happened to him whether he's injured or not but I didn't hear that he was injured but he just he, he wasn't there at all that's a weird one unless maybe he's wanting to go back to Spain or something like that I don't know, know but I mean he, he just he wasn't in the squad at all I thought the guy, uh, the young guy we've got as well, Muirhead, he looked quite yeah, good when he came on. Yeah, uh, he looked really good. He's a bit, uh, in fact, he had a chance to score, really, but he, uh, he just wanted too long on it. He should have had it a bit earlier. Uh, I think he just needs to kind of find some money to sell, because obviously now he's been at Kilmarnock, he went to sign for Dundee United, Dundee United loaned about the party thistle, he went back to Dundee United, Dundee United then decided, I don't know whether, I think they just decided, decided to let him go, so maybe at heart he'll have a chance to kind of stay there for a few years. Well, a lot of guys maybe similar age to himself as well, because that's another thing as well about Hearts yesterday again, what maybe have six players who are starting to live in under 24, yep. maybe 23, 
What is his Patterson now? 23? Uh, it must be something about that, yeah. Zach, that counted Hamilton, Nicholson, Walker, Suter, Patterson, Watt. Watt's well. only 20. Patterson's only 21. Three or 24, right? Oh, a young team. Yep. Yeah. yeah, 21. Yep. Mm-hmm. Parson. Yeah, he no, seems like he's been around forever. So, Hamish, what do you think about uh, Nielsen? Are I... you in the camp that are starting to turn against him? No, no, I like Nielsen. Uh, and it is really strange that there are sort of a section of Hearts fans that just don't seem to like him. Uh, but I, I, I mean, he does. Sometimes last season, his tactics were a bit defensive when coming up against the top teams. Yesterday, I was quite surprised. I, I thought he would just play one up front, but he didn't. He went for two up front. So I think he's aware. He's aware that people are on his back a bit, but not. I mean, oh, look, look what he's done uh, since he's, he's been. He's very in charge. young as well in terms in managerial terms. He he walked yeah. the championship in his first season back in the top tier. Uh, there was a, a period where the, he was challenging for second place. Yeah, I I, I think that I, I don't understand. Uh, Football fans, when they they're so fickle, turning against somebody that, that's clearly performed for them, um, I, I I don't get it. But everyone I've spoke to seem to back them. So I don't I just, know who these people just are that, that are against it. Yeah, well, I mean, we had the crazy incident last year where guys went to the trouble of hiding a plane and putting a banner over Tynecastle, and everyone that was in the stand beside me was just couldn't understand it. It was just very strange. But I suppose people, I don't know, they want instant success nowadays. Hamish, do you think maybe part of it is that some people think that Levine's got control of of things? Well, I I, yeah, it, it, I tell you where it, it all stemmed from when we got beaten by Hibs in the, the Cup last year. That's when all the yeah. sort of boo boys came out. So it really was just getting beaten by Hibs was the, the start of it all. Yeah. And uh, if you remember that game, we were actually 2 0 up uh, with about five minutes to go and it got drawn. 2-2 and then yeah. we went back to Easter Road and lost. That's where it all started from. A bit harsh though, isn't it, when you consider how well he has done. I think from the outside looking in, he, uh, he's probably the type of character, well, I think a lot of opposition fans don't like him, but that usually suggests he's probably doing a fairly decent job. Yeah. However, I think you mentioned there about tactics. It's probably something that McInnes at Aberdeen has been accused of, that he's maybe not got a plan. I would say that's something we're trying to address as well in terms of mixing up, maybe playing two up front or something a bit different. So I think we'll actually see a lot more of that from teams in Scotland this year because there was a few teams that had success with it last year. Two up front. Ross County is a good one, good example, um, certainly. So I, I would say definitely... I'll tell you something, I, I would criticise uh, Kate Levine. Uh, he's a director of football and he doesn't know the, the rules. He doesn't know the SFA opening times for registering a player. Nielsen raised it that he was he was under the impression that the SFA shut at 5pm on Friday and that's it, they couldn't register a player after that, yet found out that Celtic registered Scott Sinclair. Now I can understand a manager perhaps be preoccupied yeah. with preparation for the game, but Craig Levine, I thought that that was his dedicated job to be on top of things like that and he wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. He should yeah. definitely know when the SFA opens. Anyway, yeah. she used to be employed by them. Yeah, I, d- I, d- I didn't really read into the story about that but it does seem really strange that you know obviously Celtic managed to get their guy signed up no problem and uh, we've got a guy Jansen or Jensen that uh, yeah. he couldn't well, play Nielsen yesterday did seem to say that it was harsh was fault, paperwork. which it does make me think this Craig Levine's I may be being harsh but I would have said that that's his job yeah well it's certainly so, got to be somebody's job there yes. to, to know 
how to how to sign a player and what the procedure is. Uh, I suppose can maybe mention briefly what do you think of Celtic under Rodgers? Much difference or I thought so was last Celtic were quite good as well. Uh, obviously, didn't have uh, Roberts playing the guy Colo uh, Turi. He's a big lump of a guy. I think he's um, a very, very but good. He, he actually looked quite good. I thought in Scottish football. Um, yeah, it's kind of just what they need really because their defence have been a bit yes. shaky and they just need a, a guy with a bit of experience in there. Yeah, well, uh, we'll probably move on then. Uh, try and finish up a bit quicker than we did a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we have a bit of feedback saying just try and make it a bit shorter, so we're going to try and take on board. If you have any feedback, well, I, John, um, listens, let us know, because that's we, why we can we accept feedback unless they want to say that I say I'm boring, because I don't accept that kind of feedback. No, if they say I'm boring or if they say they don't want me on ever again, no. then not, not, that feedback's not welcome. No, but, but you get good feedback. You say, Someone said that the podcast is better when football forums are, which is you. about so, everything other than football while they're having a drink. I think that's what that is. I think it was Craig. I think that was he was keen on that. Yes. Well, I'm drinking a 9.2% double IPA at the moment. Yeah. Just to, just to keep the, the podcast flowing. All right. Uh, okay. Hamish, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm actually drinking a glass of wine just now. Oh, a glass of wine. I'm, I'm on the delounge. No, not but fast, but it's close to it. It's a five pound bottle of Pinot Grigio. Oh, oh, we did forget to say though. Oh, uh, oh is this safe for the podcast? Is this safe? Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I went out with my pals for a few drinks after the football yesterday, and then we ended up in the same pub as oh, Scott Brown, the Celtic oh, oh. captain. He's, <laughs> a, he's actually, to be fair to him, he was quite a nice guy. Everyone was getting their photo taken with him. Uh, some of his mates were. Not uh, the nicest looking guys, but uh, yeah, he seemed he seemed a decent guy. Yeah, no, he's podcast. probably heard what I've said about him. Uh, no, no. That's nah, but I think it, it, he knows himself bad, uh... that that's on the football pitch. That's <laughs> the kind of persona that he wants. He wants to appear a wee bit like a dick. That's that's one of his strengths. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I, 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 in the game yesterday, I don't know how he didn't uh, get himself sent off, yeah. or it took the referee so long to eventually give him a yellow card. It was unbelievable. That happens all the time. I think with Scott Brown. I think it is because he's a captain. I've said before, I think because he's a captain, he gets to he gets away with it more. I think it, in the end, when he did get when he did get a yellow card, it was actually just for mouthing at the referee. One thing I like about Brown is that he's managed to adapt to age. Right. Not every yeah, yeah. player can. But he's he's obviously not the type of he's not got the legs to do what he used to do at Hibs. Uh, but he's he's very much changed from that box to box goal scoring yeah. midfielder into uh, quite a quite a busy, uh, tenacious uh, holding midfielder. If you like, yeah, but he's, I don't I, he's, I, I don't the, know the, if that's the because he, he played through an injury. Was it an ankle injury he had for a, a season? And yeah, short term gains. It's just it's easy to say with hindsight yeah. that. Uh, and easy to say looking from the outside, but yeah, it, it never really leads to, to much good when you play through injuries, when you, you try and avoid the, the warning signs, which is the pain. Yeah, uh, but we'll move on anyway uh, to oh. the other game that was just there, sorry, earlier tip off St John's and Aberdeen. That game on paper, and well, it did prove to be a difficult game for Aberdeen after last season where we struggled against St John's in terms of the kind of physical side of things. That's something no McInnes has addressed with our signings are. Likes a stop by O'Connor, Lewis, I said earlier as well, and goals. Quite kind of physical. The, the game itself, uh, probably not much to say in terms of... But there wasn't many chances created by Aberdeen, certainly. St. Johnson probably created the better chances. However, we're missing now Hayes, who 
supposedly is out for a month. And then McGinn and Rooney were both left on the bench, probably after the excursions in Europe. So, overall, uh, I would say, if you'd said we'd take a point before, maybe we'd be pretty happy, actually, after the excursions on Thursday in Europe. And yep. it gave it gave a chance for the likes of Stockley, who I think Stockley looks like he'll be a really good signing. I think in Scotland especially, um, or even in Europe as well, people are struggling against him in the air. So I think he'll be one to watch this season. It actually wouldn't surprise me if I'm at some point during the season, maybe the go-to guy in terms of the bigger games, whereby you're maybe not going to get as much of the ball. Um, Story played, but Story played kind of wide. And Andy's mentioned when Vanessa did play wide a wee bit at the end of last season, but it's not, not where he wants to be playing. Uh, so at some point, I think Story will probably get a chance through the middle, whether it's by himself or whether it's as a two, which I think McInnes will use a lot more this season to try and break down teams, just to kind of give someone a wee bit different. Last year, even before that, it's been quite often 4-2-3-1. So I would think we've played two up at front at times. We did do it in the home game against... <sighs> Maribor, but we played Stockley and Rooney and it was a bit too direct for my liking whereby because I'm both 6 foot plus it was I've got notes for this game a long, John. A bit, quite a lot of long balls uh, so, uh, yeah I can refer to them I've, if you yeah. want so I've wrote down Have you? bored yeah, I watched it and it just didn't excite me at uh-huh. all do you know the most exciting bit for me was uh, after the, the game when I was sitting pondering whether uh, Derek Gray and Chris Sutton have got a pair eyes because now they're actually having to interview the players and the managers after the game that was, I don't, I don't know, that seems to be new this season. But it used to be, was it Daryl Curry? Or who was it that used to do the interviews? But now it seems to be them too. Uh-huh. I know uh, sports scenes changed. That's, it was on a half seven last night. What's, and what's, what's this all about? The first episode is on a half seven. So you're like, okay, that's it. Must be set for half seven. Then they change it to half six. I don't know. I don't know where I stand. It was too I late for me. It was on late. Uh, well, it was maybe an hour too here, late. Because this, uh, this is part of the new deal, isn't it? it BBC's late. got a new deal and they've got more camera angles. And then how does the the announcer, how do, how do they announce the, the new programme? They announce it as the return of the SPL. Okay. Yeah. Well, the good thing was Pat Nevin was I thought it was all right. So yeah, that was a bonus. They had more angles. That's always a good start. Uh, and I, I like Tomo. I like Tomo and Stuart. I like the two of them. Tomo's a good guy, good cop. And then Stuart's bad yeah. cop. But I like Stuart. Stuart doesn't he? Back, which I like, no matter what team it is, even if it's teams that I really like Chris Sutton. I really like him. Chris Sutton doesn't like him. Yeah, I do. I think he's really good. Do you like Chris Sutton? What's that? You like Sutton? I like, yes. Uh, he shouts what he thinks. Aye, but he's a bit, he's a bit more. Oh, he's a Celtic fan. I don't mind that. I don't mind somebody. I don't want him to be overly biased, but I don't mind him being a fan. And I think that he's been very critical of Celtic. Because he's a fan, I think that's fine. It's fine. But I know they gave itself yesterday. Though I, it wasn't. Is it? No. So George, I think, will continue to do what they've done the last few. Years, quietly go about our business under the radar and be there or thereabouts for European place. Uh, but I, the one thing I do like about Aberdeen, we've got more options. That that's the the big thing. When I look at the bench now, I think yeah, there's folk that can come come off the bench and make an impact. That's something last season we didn't really have. So. See, for time, do you oh, want to move on to the optimistic for a season? Time. Yep, I have to do that. Yep. Right. Uh, so, I'm going to go start for 3 1 to Rangers. The Rangers, Rangers definitely leak a goal. Craig? But yeah, 3 1. Oh, you want to. Hamish? I'm going for uh, 2 1 to Rangers. 2 1 to Rangers. Uh, 2 1 UI. That's Hamish. Craig. I'll yep. go for. I can see Rangers leaking. Aye. 
That's not no, a different game for Aberdeen. I'm going 1-1 uh, for that. Against Hearts. Different game for Hearts as well. Craig? I'm the same. I'm going 1-1. Uh, I'm going to go for 2-1 Aberdeen. Because they're playing Inter uh, Milan. Celtic International. That's what I've postponed. You hate it when you call them Inter Milan. See if you want to wind them up. I hate it. So... Do you know? Hamilton. So, we've got Hamilton against Kilmarnock. Craig, do you know Hamilton? Hamish? I'm going 1-1 in this. 1-1. Uh, uh, I'm going to go 1-0 as well, actually, Hamish. Uh, I'm going to go 2-2. Uh, Inverness at home to Ross County. I'll take Inverness. 1-1-0. Inverness 1-0. 1-0. I'm going to go 2-0 uh, to And then lastly, Motherwell St. Johnson. Craig. I've got 2-1 to Motherwell written down for that. Yes, 2-0. Yeah. You're 2-0 Motherwell, did you say, Craig? 2-1 Hamish? Yeah. I'm going to go 1-0. Don't understand anything there. Charity bet-wise. That'll be all I'd be on. No, I think you're right. That yeah. that well, be, how about with the first scorer? I wouldn't be too faithful on any of those scores. So, for, uh, the first scorer. Cardell, a favourite of the in. podcast. Now, he, did, he scored a hat-trick. Now, the I quite fancied him as well, actually. He did not score a hat-trick but I still think we should go for the him because he's just scored a hat trick. Picked him many times nah. before. He's delivered for us, I'm sure. Uh, uh, I don't know. I, need, I would say no. I think Hibs will be pretty good yep. this year. No, but honestly, I think Dunfermline right. are going to be quite good as well. Overruled. Think so? Yeah. Right, I've overruled then. Uh, With him, Cardo. Because we'll they've got, they've got Riley up front as well from Hearts. Aye, they, have they not signed they lost, the... They uh, back to which is a bit of a shame. Oh, we loads. Aye, on loan, yeah. Okay. That was a really good sign on. Right, so uh, we're going for Cardo. That'd be good. Cardo for the Fem one. Okay, we'll go over Joe Cardo. We'll put the pressure on him as well. He's on Twitter, so we'll put the pressure on him. His dad will maybe tweet us like he did last time. So, uh, any teams that you, either of you, have looked at? Dundee United at the bottom? Dundee United. That's the, I'm, I've just done the. Right, that sounds good to me, yep. Okay. Do you want to pick for one team each? Teams to or score and Hibs against the Fem one. Oh, okay. Right, I'll, t- I'll do that. Uh, Hamish? Dundee United. <laughs> Dundee United. Uh, aye, I do, aye. I can, I can work this Maybe out. I can kid on. Get up, Craig. I like to kid on that I'm adding it all in my head. Very much? Aye. Right, OK, well, we'll <laughs> be... Just to see whether like, our doubles... Enough to give us ten all right, or whether we need to add a The first scorer bet and £10 on a bet of our choice. So the Both teams to score is 5-6 yep. to six and Dundee United win is 8-11. to 11. So if you carry the two and then you've... £31.67 back for the tenner. (laughs) (laughs) That's including the stake. So, yeah, we we do get the stake back. But, you know, we're already on £50 because Chris donated his £50 prize money from the predictor in the forum. So, it is very safe, isn't it? Uh, Another one that we might want to throw in, and I know I'm not allowed to have two picks here, but what about Dundee against Rangers, both teams? That's eight to eleven, so it's not it's not brilliant, not brilliant, but that, that takes the total yeah, to fifty four pounds seventy pence. Okay, fifty four pounds seventy. More like it. Fifty four seventy two is that? Fifty four pounds seventy. Okay. I think that's fairly so fairly sensible. I don't think we're sticking our neck out there. Okay. Yep. That sounds good. Aye. No. Aye. That mm-hmm. sounds good. So we've got Dundee United eight to eleven. Yep. Hibston yep. Fairland both teams score five to six, and Dundee Rangers eight to eleven as well. Was that? Okay. Uh, that oh, probably covers every football, like to go but I believe you might have some retro wrestling shots. Or talk not. about wrestling, well, on Saturday night there, I went to see Hacksaw Jim Duggan at the Fringe, and he was everything you could have hoped for from a old school WWF wrestler. <laughs> uh, he came out, and one of the first things 
gave was his trademark. <laughs> oh, although he didn't have his two by four with him. No, he didn't. I, I don't know why. I asked. Well, I asked him. Oh, Jim. I says, where's oh, this two by four? He said that he couldn't be trusted because he smashed the place up. He did look a bit like a a loose cannon, but yeah, oh, brilliant, brilliant guy as well. Uh, really good at <laughs> just just telling really good anecdotes. Uh, one of the the worrying ones he talked about was he was good pals with Jake the Snake Roberts, and him and Jake went out drinking one night, and they forgot that they had Damien the the python in the boot of their car, and it was pretty cold. And when they got back to the car, they realised <laughs> this was obviously a long time ago when you could go out and get wasted and then go back to your car. But anyway, uh, so they went back to the car and realised the snake was in the boot, frozen. So he was talking about how Vince McMahon went mental at him. And then that's why, I don't know if you remember how Earthquake sat on the snake and killed it. Uh, on, on In WWF, obviously, kidding on, but that must have been how they, they kind of covered up the disappearance of the snake. <laughs> I feel I feel kind of like I'm missing out this week because I've no memories. Right, like, hey, maybe the next meet on now, Sunday. Hearts or Jim Duggan. Maybe I should just make something up. Who's I meeting Sunday? Hey, oh, I. I met Mila Kunis. Well, it's no she's surprise she's there. She likes that. Uh, what was she drinking? She's good. She was asking for you, Craig. Oh, I. She likes drinks. Not a beer and oh, a burger. She, was just she looked like a beer and a burger type of girl. So I. No, uh, she just had a. A lone sausage. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, that's my random chat then. That's your random chat. Hamish. Hey, uh, oh, Sleeping with the enemy. I've already said no, my that, random that chat. That wasn't so random. That was right. football related. Yours was well, random. Mine you know, was wrestling. How often, how often I seen do him you at Tina Park once he was standing right next to me. In a pub. And he was steaming. After a football uh, game. I'm, like, bluttered. He was to the point that uh, oh, people aye, were aye. coming up to try and speak to him and he couldn't really speak. And his pals had to take him away. don't know where they took him, but he was he was falling over. It was really bad. It was at the same time he was meant to be injured as well. I did find that a bit strange. Uh, All right. Oh, I've got a Scotland story. I've actually yeah, I mean, well, I've met a joke before came as well. I, 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 went, <laughs> I went to the panto one year and he was at the panto. No, 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 it's not. This, this is true. <laughs> right. Okay. He was, he was uh, at the panto just sitting, sitting along from me. I've got a Scotland story. Uh, so I was on holiday mm-hmm. and obviously Ronaldo in the Euro final get injured but then he was still the one to lift the trophy so I'm on Twitter I do you look about i seen Scott Brown had said oh I could have something along the lines of oh I look at Ronaldo taking out the glory mm-hmm. so I tweeted him and said yeah you'd do the same thinking it was Scott Brown of Celtic but it was the it's Aberdeen keeper Scott Brown <laughs> so he, but, but he favourited it so I was quite pleased with that so it was a Scott Brown story but not the same Scott Brown as you're talking about. But we all know there's many Scott Browns in Scotland. Was Spotify there not one uh, been involved in St. Football. Johnson midfield? So there you go. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I don't know if he's still there. But I think he might you're be. Right. You're right. That, that was my big team. Well, you should Rangers know that's your big team. The lower leagues. But now Rangers have got back up. Rangers are now back to being a big team. Oh, what was your big team? There's that me saying back again. I shouldn't. I really shouldn't say that. Oh, it's right, going to okay. upset a few. Oh, careful. Yep. That's alright. My boring voice. We'll if you mention we'll my boring voice, I'll just block them from. And I'll just criticising you, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just quickly before we go, uh, if you want to contact us at all, Twitter is usually the best bet because we're all on there. At SFF Podcast, and all we're all there. You can all see us individually there as well. If you click on the lists, you'll actually see a list of people who have been on the podcast. I enjoyed so it. Was good. Thanks. Okay. So. Cheers, Craig, for coming back on. Good to have you hit on as well, Hamish. No problem. Right, cheers, bye. Um, so, bye. Adios. Try to see you next week. Cheers. Cheers.